you're affected by anything you hear on this podcast, get in touch via manblues at gmx.com or at manbluesuk on Twitter. We're not qualified to help, but we can listen. Please don't suffer in silence. I'm Leon Deggs, and I have Man Blues. In this week's show, we're discussing regret. So the thing about regrets, I mean, it's often the question that you, you should really ask yourself this more regularly, perhaps, than you currently are. Unless, of course, you're beset by regrets, and it, it plagues you every single day. In my case... I allow myself to get a little bit maudlin sometimes when I get a kind of a, an inspirational flashback and I think, oh, wish I'd done things differently. But here's the thing. What's really strange about me is, if someone was to say to me, do you have any regrets? When I think quickly, I go, no, I don't. I don't have any regrets. Which is nice, because it makes me feel as though I've had a good life. And... In a way, I have had a good life. I mean, I've got to where I've got through choices I've made and paths I've followed and decisions I took and support that was given to me or support that wasn't given to me. All of these things have led to where I am right now. To me, sitting here, recording this podcast episode, discussing regret. And that's the sort of thing I find really fascinating. You know, when you can postulate about how you got where you got and the decisions that took you there. I mean, we're all probably familiar with that chaos theory story where every single decision you take is then the opposite decision is played out in an alternate universe. So when you're at the bottom of the stairs and you suddenly go, oh, I forgot to get that thing out of the kitchen, and you go, right, I'll get it later. The opposite version is that there's an alternate universe where you turned around and went back into the kitchen to get the thing you'd forgotten. I quite like that theory in a way because I like the fact that no matter what my decisions are, Although I have free will, it's kind of out of my hands and there's a version of me that is still being played out somewhere that did the other option, the other choice. But when I think a little bit longer about it, about the question of whether I've had any regrets, I realise that I do have them. And I do have them in such a way that they do play on my mind. And I think that's genuinely normal. I mean, some examples I can give you is, I've said before, if when I'm shopping for things, if I don't impulse buy... I won't buy it. So I have to be pretty much convinced that what I'm looking at is something that I genuinely need. However, there have been times in my life when I've bought things because I thought, that'll be cool, I want to have one. And then I bought it and regretted it and not had much use out of it. And that's the type of regret I'm referring to there. But there's other things that I haven't bought that I know I would really like and really enjoy. And... I haven't bought them because I think it's a bit of a frivolous purchase. It's something that's only for me, not for the family. And I kind of regret not taking the plunge and having bought it. So the other things that I kind of regret are the decisions I took about going to the party, not going to the party, that sort of thing. And nine times out of ten, whenever it was that I turned down the idea of going, it's usually because I wasn't motivated enough to go at the time and there was nobody pushing me to go. So I didn't feel obliged. And then you look back and you think, well, maybe I should have gone. 
And it reminds me of a sketch that was on a comedy show from the late 90s. And the guy played a joke where he was basically approached by somebody and said, do you want to go to... And it was something disgusting and awful, like a dogfight. And he's like, oh, no, that's completely against my morals. Absolutely not. And then he has this kind of flight of fantasy where he's like... 10, 20, 30 years older, leaning on the mantelpiece in a nice stately home, smoking a pipe and talking to his wife and says, and just think, if only I hadn't gone to that dog fight. And you think, yeah, okay, but then that can lead to terrible decisions. Obviously, you don't have to attend everything. But there are a few things where I thought, I wish I'd done more there. I wish I'd been a bit more clever with that. University, for example. Choosing the correct university is quite important. You need to go somewhere that is, first of all, doing the course you want, but secondly, feels like the sort of place you want to live for the next few years. When I was looking around at universities, the one that I liked and the one that did my course was one my brother was at. And then I went down, drove about four hours away from where I lived, and went and had a look at another university, and they did the course that I wanted, but I wasn't really, didn't really feel it. And my decision then was... I don't want to go to the same university my brother goes to. I, I don't understand why I had that decision. I, I, to this day, I still don't know. My brother was studying sciences, I was studying something else, so we wouldn't have even been in the same faculty building. And I took the decision not to study there. We've gone back to this other university, the one I nearly went to, just recently, because my son's looking at it. And as we're walking around, I'm thinking, I remember this. I remember this from when I was looking around universities, and this is a really nice school. And I immediately had that thing of thinking, oh, I should have gone there. But, 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 had I gone there, what's the likelihood that I would have met my wife? I met my wife when I was at university. I met some wonderful people at university, people with whom I'm still in contact. Had I not met my wife, I wouldn't be going down this path. So in terms of, you know, that side of things, you know, it's put me where I am now. And then when I thought about the reason why I felt I had no regrets, you know, coming back to that point, when I think about that question quickly and I think, do I have any regrets? No, I don't have any regrets. It's because at the time I took those decisions, that was the absolute correct decision for me to take. That's why I took it. My son had a very similar situation recently. He was involved in a martial art and was coming very near to the end of it. In fact, he was about to do the exam for his final belt, as in to become a black belt in that martial art. But he was nervous and he was scared because he was a lot bigger than some of the other boys, so he was put in a completely different group and he was then being thrown around properly and the kicks were hurting and the punches were hurting and things like that and he was just not, not mentally ready and he decided to basically walk away and turn his back on this martial art that he'd been doing for the better part of 10 years because he was afraid of the exam. He was afraid of the grading. And at the time, I really struggled with that decision because I was like, you're so close. You just need to do one more grading and then you've finished. Just one more exam and you've got all of the belts and that's it and you can walk around with your head held high. I'm a black belt. And he decided he didn't want to do it. He was too afraid of the exam. He was too afraid of what could happen. And he walked away. And I struggled with that until I came to the realization that that decision would be the same decision he would make over and over again because his reasons for not doing it were very real. He had very good reasons for not doing it no matter how many times I stood in front of him and tried to suggest an opposite outcome. It doesn't matter. He was still going to be afraid of getting hurt. And that's when I realised, that's when I had this epiphany of kind of, 
That's why I feel I don't have any regrets, because all those decisions I took, I took for the reasons that were right at the time. And those reasons should still be right today. It might be the case that it's not so, but as I say, it kind of led me to decisions where, when I moved over to Germany, for example, that was a decision that I took kind of impulsively. It's like, well, do you know what? I've finished my degree, I've got a qualification in German, and, and I'm going to put my stuff in a car, I'm going to drive over there, and I'm going to give it a go. I drove over there, struggled with terrible jobs for a few years, then I moved back to the UK. By the time we'd moved back to the UK, we'd missed the cheap housing market, so houses were very expensive. And then I struggled in terrible jobs again and again and again. And then I discovered a kind of fake regret, which I found quite interesting. Because I had a regret for not having pursued a particular type of career or a different career. But this is a career that I'd only learned about years later. And the career was working as a civil servant in the Foreign Office. I loved the idea of it. That you, you, you're living abroad, you know, you're living, you're living in your embassy, working in your embassy, and you're living in that foreign country and you're dealing with just people from your country. But I quite like the idea. But I saw it in TV and films and I thought, yeah, I could have done that. I love the idea of that. Moving to different countries, speaking different languages, learning new cultures. And one of the biggest sort of things that I kind of have a fake regret over is that I never moved over to the Far East. I think I would love it over there. There's a part of me that just looks at it with kind of rose-tinted eyes. I think the Far East, you know, I'm talking Vietnam, Thailand, China, Japan, you name it. Those sorts of places in that kind of area. I'm thinking, I'm sure I would love it over there because I just love that whole culture. But it's weird how that can be a regret I don't actually have because I never even knew about working in the Foreign Office when I was going through education. No one had ever said to me that that was a possibility. No one had ever discussed that as an option. So how can I now have a fake regret for something that I never had the opportunity to do? Because I also never had the opportunity to become an astronaut. I mean, I could list job after job after job of things that sound fun to do or maybe something that I'd look at now and go, yeah, that'd be interesting to do. But at the time, that wasn't where I was going. That wasn't my drive. So how can I feel regret about that when I didn't know about it? I had no idea there was a foreign office job that could have gone to. And I wouldn't have also known what to study in order to go to it and become a foreign, foreign diplomat. I wouldn't have a clue. But that's the point. How can I have regret about something that I haven't done that I had no idea I could have done? You don't know what you don't have. So why is that? It's kind of like I'm looking at it now in my, at my age, looking back, thinking how different my life could have been had I done such and such and such and followed these different paths. But there was no opportunity for me to follow them. So it's really redundant me wasting my time thinking about it. So in order to get some positivity out of this and to try and if you are indeed struggling with regrets and how you cope with them. Um, first of all, it helps to understand what the definition of a regret is. So I did the old Oxford English Dictionary Googling for you. The definition of regret is when you feel sad, repentant or disappointment over something that one has done or failed to do. So you either regret an action or you regret an inaction. That's what that means. So I looked on a website and do you know what? It, here's the other thing I kind of slowly regret. is um, I regret not having a, a better way of starting sentences. Because I've listened back to a lot of my podcast episodes when I've been editing them and I noticed that I start phrases with so a lot. And I do apologise for that, but there's not a lot I can do because it usually is a nice little full stop and then I go, right, let's move on. 
And in order for me to say, right, let's move on, I go, so. So, I looked up online to see if there was anyone that had any help for people suffering with the sort of dealing with regret. I found a website called Psych, and they've got some really interesting uh, sort of bullet points in there, and I will copy the URL into the blurb as per, so if you are interested in doing a bit more research into that and having a look around helping yourself around coping with regret, please give it a look. None of these are, you know, they're not endorsed by Manblues, it's literally I've just found them on the web and thought this might be interesting to share. Um, So number one, they say, let yourself actually feel the regret without avoiding or wallowing in it. Good advice, because you can't disregard it. It's there, isn't it? And number two is if your behavior caused harm, try to make amends. Well, we've talked about that before, but certainly in the the disappointment episodes about whether you've, you know, if if what you've done has upset somebody, then go and fix it, go and apologize and be the bigger person. And number three is about learning to forgive yourself. Yeah, okay. In the examples I've given, I don't think there's a lot to forgive because I don't. my regrets are kind of more woolly. They're not necessarily as fixed as perhaps other people's regrets are, but certainly it's worth thinking about is about learning to forgive yourself. And number four is to reframe your experience of the regret. Well, that's brilliant because that's what I had to do with my son's story about the martial arts. I had to reframe what I thought was going to be a regretful decision for him, but it turns out that it was absolutely a spot-on decision correct thing to do and that's what's really helped me understand that and come to terms with it for something that isn't even a regret of mine it's a regret I think my son might have number five is to write about and share your regret not entirely sure where the suggestion is that you share it but that's not a bad idea I mean I wrote down some stuff uh, some time ago my wife was on some tablets that were making her feel quite depressed it was fractious in the household and it was difficult to get on with each other and we were going through a quite tough time, all caused by these tablets. And I wrote things down on a sheet of paper and I sealed it in an envelope and put that envelope in my bedside drawer. But it really genuinely helped to write those things down. And I think that's, that's a pretty good thing to do for anything really because if you write it down, it seals it on paper and then you can come back at it and look at it later. And if you want to, I mean, I'm not suggesting you should, but there's no reason you couldn't take the sheet of paper outside and set fire to it, and it's gone. And number six is to use regret to help clarify what you value. So without those regrets, you don't really have any understanding of what you are, where you are, and what you've become. And this is the point about regret, really, is that it's kind of looked upon as being something that shouldn't happen you shouldn't even dwell on it you shouldn't think about it i mean okay the first one says let yourself feel it without avoiding or wallowing in it yes that's true don't wallow in it but you should at least acknowledge it and i think that's really quite helpful to to work towards something like that where you 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 don't necessarily embrace your your um, your regrets because you know i don't know how healthy that actually is but certainly give them lip service talk about them mention them And then, as it says, don't wallow in them, move on, move on to the next bit. So I don't know how helpful that has been, because, as I say, I come from a stance where I don't actually think I have any regrets, but I've discussed a few that are kind of playing on my mind a little bit, and maybe I do have regrets, and I've just never framed them as such, and that's also important. So in in short, I'm Leon Deggs, and je ne regrette rien. Well, Well, I do but I try not to dwell on it. Thank you for listening.